Welcome to another episode of the Grindhouse Podcast. This is episode 38. I got some homies with me. I got the crew, Space Cadets. How's it going, guys? Yes, sir. What up? What up? Just a couple of them. Just, just a few. Just a few. <laughs> they, they roll, they roll kind of deep. They do. Uh, they do. Uh, real quick, if you, uh, you know, like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> if, you, if you dig the podcast. Uh, I got my homie Crit on the other side, of course, as always. Yep. Um, but yeah, we got the we have the space cadets. How you guys doing? <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Blessed. Okay. So, let's go. Let's go around and actually introduce you guys so people know who you are before we kind of get into this interview. Uh, Word. I'll start it off. Yeah, you get on. You guys start it off. I'm Elliot. Uh, <laughs> I produce, aka Groovy, produce, uh, play drums for the band. Also, our manager, as well. Big Don. Nice. Come on now. Yeah. Um, I'm Yaskin. I'm a vocalist. <laughs> rapper. Rapper slash vocalist. Word. Uh, yeah, I'm Mike Wrightley, uh, guitar keys producer. Big Dog alert. <laughs> Musical director. Uh, Malachi Elijah, the uh, rapper, vocalist. And uh, yeah, for the space cadets, Lord Kyo, songwriter, and we're missing Rico. Shout out to Rico. Is Rico yeah. in uh, Maryland right now? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's in DC. Word, word. He won't. Shout out to Rico. Yo, guys, thank you so much for, for getting the crew all together for this interview. I mean, we, we wanted to have you guys on for a while. I think you guys were one of, like, the first people that we wanted to get on. Uh, and, it, and it didn't happen. And then uh, the whole fucking corona thing happened Pandemic right after shit. we kind of hung out. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah the, you know you know what, bro? I, I feel like I came down with the corona. <laughs> right as you guys were leaving, like, that weekend that y'all left. Um yeah. Like I came down with it. Good now, though. I'm great now, but yeah, that March time was a bit weird. Damn. All right. Let's get into this podcast. <laughs> Let's get yeah. into it. You guys are probably like the last, I think you guys are probably the last people uh, Crit and I really hung out with yeah. that we don't yeah. already like regularly see. Yeah. You know, because I think literally, I think it was the week after, the weekend after that was when everything kind of went crazy. Like my yeah. job shut down. Like I've been inside for fucking six months now. I haven't seen another human being. So. Um, you guys were like the last humans I've really interacted with. But yeah, I, I, let's get into let's get into who you guys are. And I just kind of want to start. I'm going to start with the beginning. We can kind of build it out and really kind of talk about what you guys are doing now. Def got to get into the video. Um, love the video. That video came up fucking dope. Obviously, the song's crazy. Oh, good job, guys. Yeah. Yeah, good job to you guys. Yeah. Word. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, you know, we, we were definitely happy to be a part of it. Um, and shout out to Jake Mitchell also for shooting that video. That video came up beautiful. Shout out. Um, but let's start from the beginning, man. How, did, how the fuck did all you guys, you know, join forces and create this wonderful group? Shit, man. We, um... This it was Space Cadets definitely started in high school. Kyo. It, started, it started with Chico, yeah. myself, and now, and then now went up to Emerson. Yeah, we got to Boston. And then later on met Groovy, and then we met Groovy, and then we met Spike and Jeremy, and you know, all came together. We had two groups initially, but we feel we, we you know. 
Malin Keo, like before, you know, before, um, you know, the, the whole band thing happened, you guys were just rapping, right? You guys were just rappers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah rapping. And I, I, I was doing like a lot of musical theater. I love like theater and whatnot. So I was doing kind of that on a performant, performative side, but yeah, rapping and just um, laying down beats and shit like that. Yeah. When the when the band started really coming together, how like was there adjustment in terms of like playing with like live instruments and like you know just like instead of just you know going off a beat that's pre-recorded, kind of trying to go with the whole band? Definitely, man. We were, we were always trying to do like some some more live stuff. So like like Kia was saying, we kind of had two bands running concurrently. And I was Matt, uh, Spike and Jeremy. We uh, grew up together, so we were in a band that had been existing. Space Cadets were already a band from them growing up together, you know what I'm saying? But we got together, we're just like, you know, I've always been a believer in putting the most talented people together, gives you the best possible chance of success. Super um, so, so really, it really is our, our, our version of a super group of friends, but <laughs> the, the blessing is just that we all get along so well, so it's not like forced, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely just to doing it live, but it's so much more free, man. It's so much more life you can get out of it. Um, you aren't boxed into like a grid like you are. You know, like, and uh, yeah, a good run of like of laying down just like verses over beats and shit. Definitely, like, definitely through a lot of open mics and just playing a lot, all of our first shows and at like the Middle East and through Boston were pretty much just like raps over beats and then able to make it more dynamic. I think definitely by our our headline show, that's when we really. I think joined forces for the first time and, and, and played with like a live band as well. So that was really fun too. Nice. Yeah, man. I think that's one of the best things about you guys is the live. I mean, yeah, I mean, for the people who are watching and not familiar, like, you know, we're, we're out of Lynn. And so, so, you know, our viewership is mostly like Lynn, Boston people. Uh, uh, but like, yo, if you guys haven't seen Space Cadets, I know it's, it's fucking the Corona. So I don't know when's the next time we're going to see a live performance, yeah. <laughs> but that sucks because you guys are literally like, like, I remember watching you guys. I, I've seen you guys play a few times, but I remember watching the first performance and I didn't know what to expect. I just knew I wanted to come on support. And I was fucking blown away by the, like how well you guys did. Um, and I was like, yo, this is like, like just compared to any act, like any like popular act, whatever, the energy you guys brought was like up to that level. Um, and so that was really cool. So, I mean, I don't know when you guys will get back out did you guys have any idea when you'll get back out to doing live performances hopefully like maybe end of fall but you know got always kind of monitor it mm. and that's just like post up in the park do a show socially distance safe show mm. but hitting a stage at a venue not so probably summer 21 you know what i mean that's Damn, not yeah, yeah. It sucks, you know what i mean that's in, in the meantime we're definitely going to be doing some some live sessions we already did one for what's missing we're gonna do a whole whole group of them, and um, we're gonna keep the content coming. You know what I mean? We're just looking at this time as an opportunity to develop other parts rather than live, which has always been our focus. But, yeah, well, like what is what? So the virtual events, what is that compared to? Like obviously live stuff. Like obviously you're missing audience. Um, oh yeah. Are there like anything that you like about the virtual stuff? Mm, I there's still the same type of. We still try and bring the same type of energy, yeah. I think. Yeah. With with a virtual performance, as well as with a live performance. I mean, I expect you to speak on some of that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, you know, we kind of agree that in general it's just good to have like some idea that like, all right, well, people are going to see this and like, yeah. so you, you do play a different way, and I think that's just good to like 
you know, get that practice and like keep that mindset. Mm. Um, but of course, I mean, you know, I think you guys do a great job doing it, but I imagine, you know, the energy just, you know, it's great to have other people around yeah. you to kind of respond to that. Yeah. yeah. So, it's definitely just, yeah, you yeah. get to like, like feed off the, the audience and whatnot. Yeah. But that's always the highlight for sure. I want to, I want to bring this up because I can, I think I have an idea of, uh, what what your favorite shows are like that you guys have done but i want to like let me like talk to me about like the best show you've ever done and what what, what was that like i think i mean Todd, you want to what's your what's your favorite show that we've done brother mm. i don't know bro i talked to some great ones yeah all because we've, we've been doing a lot of so far shows here so mm. there's been like such a wide you know the whole point is like the venue people you it's all like a shuffle so you know we've been putting so we played in like a, a sports store <laughs> it's <laughs> like a Brooklyn bougie loft you know but i don't know probably, the West, uh, yeah the one that sticks out in my mind is probably like we, we opened up for ali ali Shania. Yeah. Mm, yeah and that was amazing man like that that was that was great yeah you sure. know just like icon mm. to, to set the tone for for Word. Advance to go on. We all have to meet him too, which was yeah. like incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, such a humble guy. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Jay Alec, I think it was Jay Electronica was super fun. I I feel like the whole man? night in, in in its entirety was I mean seeing Jay Electronica and just like the Crazy. magnetism of like him as a performer is definitely really inspirational and like you know. But I feel I mean uh, I feel personally like our, our headline show still is. Probably just like my favorite. I think that we've done just because of all the like time and work that we put into it and making it into like, you know, a, a whole night of like friends and family were able to come and, you know, um, giving opportunity to other think, artists and also um, design like clothing vendors and things like mm -hmm. that. Kind of trying to test the waters and setting up something like that. Um, so I think we, you know, we executed that pretty well and that was a really fun night. Yeah, I think there's different different things that you like about different shows. You know, mm -hmm. some shows I liked that they were more eclectic and they included other artists, they included mm -hmm. martial arts type of stuff. But then there are also just like moments where sometimes I am so wrapped up in the performance, the preparation. Some shows you kind of experience more than others. Like some, mm -hmm. you are so in the moment of, you're tied to, put it to me one time, I was talking about that headline gig we had. And it was mad preparation, mad ticket sales. And this is back in Boston a couple of years ago. Um, and, you know, we were, we were blessed to sell it out. Everything was happy about it. Um, but I remember talking to him after. It was like, I, don't, I didn't really experience that. Like, it mm -hmm. happened so much, so quick. And it was so much prep. And then it was just over. So, like, for me, that wasn't even, that wasn't really my most favorite gig for that, in that for just to be an artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. One of my favorite gigs, I think, one time is we just played a, uh, we played Hempfest uh, up in Boston. <laughs> And it was just, bro, it was just, yeah. I was in a good mood. I had a full stomach. It was hot as hell. We, we went up there and the music was dumping. You know, the speakers were really loud. And you know what I mean? That's, I just had a good time. I felt free. So that, that was like yeah. one of my favorites. I think it's like trying to disconnect from the prep can be kind of hard sometimes. I left a big ship. So with there, there being so many of you in the band, how do you come up with a set list for an event? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of times I think, a lot of times beforehand, uh, before we, I think we moved to New York and I think became a bit more 
organized. It, a lot of it was like, you know, day before, like kind of like having an idea of what we want to do. Um, and then really like the day before, or like even like, like, like before the show, um, you know, whether, I guess whether a show has more, um, I don't know, like stakes or not, we, we would like come up with a set list by, by then. I mean, I think, you know, we put a, a, a lot of thought and preparation into our set list. So it's never like we just throw like songs together. I think even when we have been in that position, we've always kind of tried to cater it to like the audience or to like what we feel like the vibe will be, you know. Um, so I don't know. If you guys I mean, definitely early on, I take like, the days when we were not as a full group, we would like put stuff together and be like, okay, here. But now that we have a full ensemble and the ability to literally feed off each other, it works so much better than it was before. Yeah. I'm not just happy that we're all in place. And there used to be a lot of like, okay, like, can we replicate this beat or whatever, which is kind of a cool thing to do. And it's like, you know, uh, interesting musically, but now I think, you know, the set list is a lot more like, uh, what's like an organic track that we kind of all worked out in like that live setting. You know? Do you guys, do you guys, how do you guys um like make, go ahead and make like your, how do you guys arrange your music and your instruments? Is that like, do you, Elliot, do you start that and sort of like go out to the band or how do you guys uh, go about making making the instruments? It really depends, man. Like like Mike said, sometimes like one of us will make a beat, whether it's Yasky or Mike or myself or Jeremy, and we'll kind of reinterpret that beat to the live setting. Um, so it'll change a little bit on its way to becoming the actual what we play live. So that's cool because you kind of get everybody's touch on it. And then, but I mean, really my favorite is we just, you know, pop in the room, um, just jamming for fun and uh, that's when you come up with the yeah. coolest ideas that's when you come up with songs like we did that joint fruits uh for the so far video and that was something that just came about from like combining yeah. some uh melody that mike started we turned it into a jam mal had written lyrics to another beat and it ended up just kind of meshing together so we kind of just throw it throw shit at the wall and, and see what sticks word mm. like i was good at that yeah 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 it's very very collaborative nonetheless i think we all especially now we're very fortunate with um you know all these all these guys live together i'm, I'm practically here every day um you know just down the street so um you know we we are very fortunate now where you know we we can be in in our separate rooms and working on a, on a beat or working on a, a, a track. Elliot's, you know, is tracking drums in his room or Mike is practicing guitar in his. Um, Yassi's working on a beat. Keo's writing, um, you know, and, uh, or, you know, I just have the ability to, you know, pop in either room. We all have the ability to kind of just pop into each other's rooms and just bounce ideas off of each other um, very uh, fluidly. So yeah, <laughs> so it's it's definitely like it's definitely super organic. But I think it's always been very organic. Even like you know when we first started, we um, you know we, we were Keo. I mean Rico and I were always at Keo's house. So Keo was at at Rico's house, and we were always like together. I think just being able to you know be collaborative, and then you know even in at Emerson, I mean Tyler and I lived our freshman year like one floor from each other and then our sophomore year we were sweet mates so we were always able to just like you know what i mean just bounce ideas off each other even to the point this is gonna be long-winded of course but even to the point then where 
we lived in <clears throat> we lived in Jamaica Plain, and Elliot lived right around the corner from us, and we were just able to go to like walk to his house and just like you know when we had an idea or something you know that was sparked in us, we could just you know be collaborative and lay it down. So I feel like it's always just been building up to now where you know we're in a close proximity with each other, and and um, you know we're just able to yeah continue that process. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I have a, a question from Malachi. So you can sing and rap. So how did that start? Gosh, well, I, I feel, I think singing was definitely the first thing that came about to me. I, I mean, I was very, um, always very fortunate to just have um, supportive, <clears throat> supportive parents that, you know, wanted me to, to do what my passions were and, and as as they would hear me sing more and more, um, I think they pushed me to, you know, to do theater and, and to do other, you know, performative aspects of, of in the arts. So like theater and acting and, and musical theater. So for me, it kind of started with that. I mean, being in chorus and you know, even though I was kind of like, you know, a class clown back in the day and kind of, you know, goofing off, whatever, during a lot of those singing classes or chorus classes, um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, it all kind of built steadily on top of each other. And then um, I think rapping, <laughs> I don't know, rapping was just like, uh, came, I guess, kind of naturally. But then, you know, I met Keo and Rico and they really uh, pushed me to have more confidence in, 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 I think, everything in general, but definitely with like my singing. Um, and then the rapping ability, I don't know. I, I yeah, I was just very fortunate. I mean, I, I've, uncles as well that were um MCs and and who are rap artists too so uh, being able to kind of I think get that from them um you know and seeing that that kind of uh, that that is possible you know that someone can actually do that just for whether it's a passion or for fun so yeah for me it just it was a, a whole load of things but I think I, I was just always very fortunate to have people that are supportive of me um, and, you know, wanted to see me do my best and, and that helped me to gain a lot of self-confidence to the point now where I, you know, I, I love to sing and, and rap and do it with these guys and have a lot of fun uh, with it. So, yeah. This, this is for all, all the vocalists. So, so uh, you know, you, Mal, Keo and, and, and Yasky. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, like, Mal, I feel like you're like the, like you have like a poetic heart and I feel like that like always cuts through any song and it's, it's very, yeah, <laughs> it's very enjoyable. And I feel like, but I feel like the dynamic between you, Keo, and Yasky is, is, is you guys each bring your own little thing. So can you guys talk a little bit about like, you know, when you guys are working with, with each other and creating a song, what is it that you each offer on the track? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. Probably easier for you guys to answer for each other. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I feel like Tyler, <laughs> no, in all, in all seriousness, if I may, if I think I feel like Tyler Tyler brings Tyler brings so much um, just such flavor so much so much so many punch just punchy bars he, he's great at writing I think choruses that are that have a lot of wordplay to them you know I, I think I feel like you for the most part carry the weight of, through for the vocals of like I don't know just like that kind of bar for bar type of rap where it may you know you hear a bar and it, and it really hits you and you have to think twice about it i feel like keo i'm not i don't want to speak on both of you guys but like well i feel like 
<laughs> I feel like Keo Keo is, is always brought like such a bounce and such a, a I don't want to just I'm not gonna just pigeonhole in terms of like the trap, but I feel like just such a bounce of flavor um, that you know that that you know he just finds pockets and in, in beats and in instrumentation where, where yeah it's I mean it's just so full and and thick and and um, yeah I don't know it just like has so much like oomph to it um, and for my for myself I guess I. I don't know. I, I I like to always work in tandem with the two of these guys, and and I think whether that's for me personally, I feel like my style is morphed into a lot of like, just like descriptive kind of writing, maybe poetry. I mean, if you're saying if you classify as that, I don't know if I would, but um, just I, I like painting pictures and being abstract in in my verses and and you know my singing as well. So I feel like the three of us we just work very much in sync with bringing that, bringing each of those qualities to a song, but then also pushing each other to, to reach where that other person may be. You know what I mean? Like I've always found that when I, when I was working with Tyler, that I wanted to, um, there are certain times where I really wanted to emulate, you know, his skill and what he does because he just has such cool, like, that smooth, punch. that smooth shit going for him, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that super smoothness. Yeah, just so smooth. Such a different style that when it comes together, it's flawless. It's seamless. Mm. With Yaskin and smoothness, with now and his poetic creativity, my kind of sometimes hard like edginess, hard. Like, yeah, it all yeah. comes together and it, and it blends perfectly with you know with Spike on the guitar, with yeah. uh, Jeremy and vocals and, and guitar as well. And to be mixing it all together with the drums and every like literally everything that comes together yeah. with this is seamless and flawless. Yes, sometimes we do have pickups and we do have you know times of being frustrated, but it is what it is. And yeah. but it's just it's un- you can't compare it to anything. I like I really it's it's tough. It's I think tough. I think about the uh, your track Keo uh, Bruce Lee, and I think about like that juxtaposed next to Malachi's like a track like Layaway. And just the differences in how you guys sound, you know, because it's like it's so different that you might like if, if nobody knew who like space cadets were, they might think you guys are complete, two completely different people that may have not like done a song together. And then you guys hop on a track together and you blend both of that magic. So, I, you know, I really love the, you know, when you guys go your own separate ways, what you can tri- like what you do with your sound. But when you guys come together, how you kind of like collaborate off each other and bounce that off each other is really dope. I'm curious as to like what you what Ian and Spike may say about just the instrumentation because I know that that's uh, though it you know we we do blend into each other I feel like that's equally has its own just weight and they carry such a standard for them so you know I'd, for sure I, mean, I think I think that's what I love about hip hop so much um, I love every genre I think we all kind of really love every genre of music but I think hip hop has just always been an accommodation of different. Yeah flavors and styles so it doesn't seem weird in any way to follow up a track like layaway with bruce lee to a hip-hop fans you know what i'm saying like you like trap stuff you like uh, alternative hip-hop you like chill hop you like all that different type of stuff so i think like that's that's what i love so much about this genre and this group like we kind of can do what we want to do with it and i think that's where we're at right now it's just like testing different styles you know what i'm saying seeing what works seeing what people like 
And just speaking quickly to the, the vocalist, and then I'll pass it off to Spike. I think uh, I always think about things. Obviously, stylistically, they're going to collaborate on like, what's the theme of the song, where are we going with lyrically, what we're trying to say in the message. But I also think about it just like the voices and instrument. You know what I'm saying? So when when you hit Mao's bars versus Keo's bars versus Yasu's bars, it's a much different sort of percussive cadence, right? Mm-hmm. Keo has quick short notes, and Mao has them longer drag notes. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of uh, it's all music, like when you break it down to that. Yeah, and also every vocalist just has a distinct like vocal range and like tone of voice, which I think is is one of those things that is like obvious, but like you know it really makes an impact on track if you're gonna have three verses to have that like you know change up in in how that sounds uh yeah but i but i think that's that's what's like really fun about it too is it's like yeah hip-hop can encompass anything so it's like on one track maybe i'm you know laying down some like piano sound and some you know jazzy guitar stuff and the next one's like all synth stuff or some you know you can play like a bunch of different styles and and do whatever. So, like, as a musician, you know, it's it's a lot of fun because it's like you get to kind of explore a range of like stuff that you wouldn't in any other kind of group. You know, what I mean, that has to kind of be bound a little bit more to that, like at least musical style. So. Word. Um, so I I I have a question for all of you. Um, you guys have such like a unique sound. Um, so what influences? you guys like musically <laughs> that's what i want to know because i feel like there's so many different sounds and like, Shit, like yeah it's a whole like lot it's everyone's just bringing something different to the table like it's a whole lot man and i think you know um i think there's all it would be almost be impossible to list list them you know what i mean if you ask me a more pointed question who's who's your top five we'll sit here and debate that yeah. um, but in terms of influence, like because the the the, the beauty of music is that it's just like an endless sea. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I will never discover all the music that there is. To For hear. sure. So every time you hear something new, you kind of gain new inspiration. Or if I hear something I really like it, I'll be like, how can I make something like this? And I can't make something exactly like it. So on my way to trying to make it like that, I end up making it like our shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think a lot of where my I don't know you obviously get artists who you love like they could be through your like family members like my mom was always playing like Mary J Blige in the house like that's now to my to this day she's my favorite artist but honestly like hip hop has been through sampling the fact that it can be just like oh if this is an amazing sounding piece of music that could be a film score it could be you know a folk song it, it, it could really be anything so like to to be in that lens i guess of like something that's really li- listening for something that is a sound that can be expanded upon and and and, and taken into my own artistry that's i guess a general way to answer your question but like that's that's kind of the line that i that i follow in music you know whatever whatever sounds that take you to that place, I guess. Word. Yeah. Word. Is, is there ever like a point where it just feels like there's like, there's too many cooks in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, not, not really. really. Honestly, because like, we're, we're so yeah, diverse and we're so versatile that we have our own pockets that nobody's necessarily stepping on, like 
like we all have critiques and we all want to make shit as best as it can be, but I don't think that's the case at all. Like, yeah, there's just, there's just we have our own styles and we, like again, we come together to search for the own issues. And it's trust, man. It's like if if we're you know mix it, we're about to mix the song, and somebody says, "Hey, I want to redo my whole verse and change the whole thing." Cool. Like, there's no, you know what I mean? There's no hesitation in that. You might redo the entire beat. You yeah. might do. You know what I mean? You might have got really attached to the old version, but you just trust that the next one's going to be better. You right. know what I mean? And it always is. So Love, trust. What's missing? I don't know if y'all if y'all noticed this, but we we shot that video. It was, we shot it to a totally different beat. Um, yeah, so, I noticed uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, <laughs> but the, the song is so different now um, in, in such a better way. And I feel like the smoothness of that song, coupled with sort of the, the grittiness of the video, it's such a it's such a dope uh, contradiction. So the video, the video is like super super nostalgic play, feeling. Was that yeah. what you were going for? What, what was the who, who who thought of the concept of the what's missing video? Yeah. Oh, shit, Jake Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his, his old yeah. That was the, that was all him with the V. You know the VHS cameras because that was fun. Like watching you cool. guys like bring the little VHS cameras with you guys, and we had all you know the like That's the photographers and whatnot. We love yeah. yeah. We love, yeah, I think we've all just loved, like, that type of film yeah. um, grain, and whether it's with photography or with actual, you know, m movie or film or whatever. I think definitely the film camera was just another aspect we, I think we wanted to um, showcase. But I think Jake, he had it in a post um, uh, recently where he really just wanted to experiment with different mediums through the screen and, and I think that came a lot with yeah, it came out with, you know, the a lot of like the picture, like the three D pictures, the VHS, the um I did some like the some of those like scribbles and drawings that got put into posts and, and um, you know, so just it it was really off of his, you know, off of his say so of just trying to experiment with a lot of different um a lot of yeah, different mediums. I think how the song though then paired with the video is that I know that we originally, as, as we had written the song, been thinking about how we may want to re represent it. I think we had had a feeling that we'd want it to represent maybe broadly our time here in the city in a way, or at least just like how all of us have been able to come here and, and move here together and work together here now. I think, you know, that, that really is what um, you know, we just wanted to be represented, and then Jake, I think, took that um, and really ran with it. You know, and being able to, um, yeah, to mix that in with, with a lot of the different effects and elements for the video. So yeah, man, if we just take a sec we, to praise Jake, man. We work with Jake on a bunch of other projects. Yeah, and you, uh, you guys, yeah, you on the layaway video, yeah. all the stuff that you know. It's like that friendship goes deep too, and it's the same type of trust. We're like, I right. know. Jake's gonna do his thing, it's gonna come out great. Whatever he wants to do, that's that's awesome, man. Having a group of seven dudes, like like you said, we roll deep. So it's good to have someone that can manage and direct everybody when you're out in the crowd like that, but not be like bossy. I think we've worked with other videographers before, but it hasn't been as just a really symbiotic relationship. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely from what I've seen being a part of your issue, very organic the way you know Jake like conducts. That's why I love Jake. Um, you know, I've, I've obviously, you know, worked with him with your shoots, but also with other thing. And that's always, that's his kind of his, uh, you know, his bread and butter is just keeping things super organic and, and just 
at a level of comfort that everybody can sort of be their best selves. And I, I think that's what I love about uh, working. Dedicated, dedicated too, bro. I mean, you know, just to, you know, to your, to your horn a little bit, you know, when, when you, when, you know, we see you holding the steady cam and, and, and you got the sweat dripping down the forehead, <laughs> joints getting heavy, but you know what I mean? But, heavy. but you want to get, but you want to get that second take or that third take, you know, I mean, that, you know, that yeah. speaks, I think your dedication as well, yeah. just making, um, you know, the best quality content. Uh, you got the steady face. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Sure, you guys are in a band, so I'm, I'm sure you get like the, the, the guitar face and the, you know, yeah. whatever. I definitely yeah. got steady face. It's yeah, almost like a play. yeah, it's playing an instrument. Essentially. <laughs> like yeah. I, I feel I forgot who who uh, who took a video of me while I was doing like the the steady work for for Keo shot, and it's just like my face looks like all like conjured. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're locked in. <laughs> so uh, in terms of you know, you guys are in New York now, and I think you guys been in New York. I think when did you guys moved last year, sometime last year. Yeah. You know, you're originally from Maryland, D.C. area. You come up to Boston for, like, college and so forth. You meet a few more people there. And then you move out to New York. So I'm curious, like, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you move out to New York for more opportunities. But what, what's, what's been the, uh, the thing that New York offers that, that really you can't get, you know, in the places that you were before? Just people and exposure and yeah, places yeah. to play and culture. People who just, like, you know, there's places to play. They want to see. People are doing shit. Everybody, yeah. you meet all types of really cool people. You know what I mean? Um, everybody's doing something, whether you know, it's fashion or music or some type of art. There's so many artists out here, and it just feels like a really supportive uh, culture. And yeah, man, we lament that we're not out there mixing it up on the live scene because that's really the melting pot of meeting all these great yeah. artists. Um, but can't wait to get back to that. I think we've also all been able to take a lot of influence from where we're from. I think especially... You know, being from the DMV, I know Kyo and I have a lot of just influence and flavor from that. I think, yeah, um, you know, Tyler's from New York and Spike and, and E are, you know, being from Connecticut. I feel like, you know, we all took influences of, of each place that we've been. You know, I think from Boston, we had, <laughs> we had <laughs> from Boston, we had, we had a great community there and, and we really were able to flourish and, and I think, you know, make those very formative years and then, being, you know, we had so many, there's so many things that are stimulating about Boston that, you know, helped us with our artistry and then coming to New York. I think it's just the same thing, just building upon experiences and, and, um, and interactions with people, whether that's through live shows, or whether that's just, just through collaborations. And I think, you know, New York just provides that as well, just um, maybe in like a, a bigger scale, but I think it just provides, you know, that type of um, stimulus uh, for all of us, I think that's what we're all looking for. Um, you know, outside of just being in this apartment, I think we all have kind of begun to track our own ways of life in in New York and and in Brooklyn. Um, you know, where we are now. So, um, you know, I think that yeah, that's definitely been a plus and a positive. That you know, just being able to um, get a lot of influence, and you know, whether it's riding the train or going to a park or, or you know, meeting new people, it's, it all kind of has, I think, blended very organically for all of us. Uh, yeah, in that way. Yeah. Um, so I have a, I have a question for Elliot and Spike. Uh, you, so what is like your mainstay for when it comes to like instruments? Yeah, definitely like, drums for me. I mean, everything I play is kind of a 
variation of a drum, whether it's like a sampling pad or a percussion pad. Or, um, yeah. Everything I play is like a variation of drum, but nothing, nothing is as sweet as just sitting on the kit because you can be yeah. expressing from there. Spike is the real multi-instrumentalist. Jeremy is more. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's it's definitely guitar. Um, you know, that's just where I always feel most comfortable. And for me, that's what's most fun. It's like that's when I can play all I can play. Uh, but I love keys a lot, and that's something that I've been doing a lot more since I've been here, um, and since that's become a more important part of what we do. Um, and just being able to like expand, you know, the sounds, and but also just to have a different tool to like come up with new stuff because you're not going to write the same type of stuff that you would on. You know, guitar is on keys, so, you know. And trust me, we haven't really unleashed the beast with Spike yet. Like, Spike, we will we will later down the line. After we get a few, you kind of hold them back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like six-minute guitar solo. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. For the vocalists, I'm, I'm curious, man, because, you know, hip-hop is – is you know considered a very competitive you know it's it's especially if you're like for a lot of solo artists but when you're doing a song with somebody else you know typically you kind of want to like one up the other person on a track is there any sort of competition when it comes to like you know you keo uh uh, uh yes in terms of like you know oh shit like he wrote that mm, i gotta go back and rewrite <laughs> go back and rewrite <laughs> I know that I'm coming to race. I know they're coming to race. But it's never been competition. I never look at them like, oh, I got to win. It's never like that. So they can speak for themselves, but. Uh, yes. Like, hip hop in general is just such a. Competitive kind of like prove yourself if you can get on the mic type of you know art form you know like what is your top five like that's the most heated battle like who's nice you know yeah so like I I channeled that because that's what I come like that's how I entered into hip hop and I, it'll still kick in you know like I feel something like I gotta bring you know I gotta have the best brick. But like that's but it's geared towards the intention of like let's make this the best song. Yeah. You know, it's not not, not in the I'm trying to make this dude look bad, but mm -hmm. it's not like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, channeling towards that, that's that's just a natural feeling in my heart. That I can't I can't <laughs> fully fully agree. Couldn't yeah. agree with you more on that. <laughs> I think for yeah, personally, um I've it's it's funny because you know, I've I've definitely had like a Q and I definitely talked about that uh, beforehand, um, and you know, just not. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you heard his answer. Like, not. He feels like he's not making a competition. I think I fall in line with both of these guys um, in a way of like, I don't. I never see myself necessarily in competition with these two, but I do feel motivated every time we're on a song i think especially with tyler too uh especially with tyler um i think every time that we we're all on a song it i do feel that sense of like okay i've heard ty's verse i've heard keo's verse right and we talked about like their different styles for me it's like in my own style how can i match with them and bring 
in my own lane something that is better than what I've written in the past or written before. You know what I mean? So, I, I, yeah, I would agree with both. Like, it's never necessarily a competition of wanting to make anyone look bad or wanting to, you know, I guess one up someone in a sense of like, in, in that, I guess, more literal sense. But I do think that there is some yeah validity to the fact of like, you have three, four MCs at, at, at certain points in time that, you know, just all want to do their best, not only for ourselves, but I think for each other as well. And um, with that can, you know, come that feeling of, okay, like, I heard him spit his verse. I heard something that he said. All right, but let me like let me try and bring some of that in my own way as well. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Word. Yeah, it's very healthy though, for sure. It's yeah. Really friendly, healthy. friendly competition is never bad. Yeah. I think. It just elevates everyone. Facts. Yeah, it's um, not. It's not. It's not on some like Jordan type shit where you know <laughs> it's like you know like tries like <laughs> yeah try to be like, the one man band yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah no, no, none of that but yeah um so so what have you what are you guys like working on currently are you working on like a like a full-length album or an ep we're what single, are you guys we're working single. on we're trying to get the scoop yeah man we're in single <laughs> um like i said testing some different styles testing some some different influences and just seeing See what people respond to. Um, we'll have another single out next month, uh, cool. and then hoping to get, you know, basically one group one a month for the rest of the year. And uh, we'll also be having some spinoff solo singles and all that type of stuff. So um, that's the beauty. We have so many different different styles to try out. So we're definitely sticking with uh, with singles for a while, and then hopefully next year um, we can put a little budget and time into creating like a really incredible uh, full length album. Word. I've been waiting for that, man. I've been waiting for that for. Yeah. A long time, man. A long time coming. One thing with us, man, you know, we, we waited this long to even get our first single out. So yeah. we, just wanna, we just keep, you know, you feel like you get better all the time. So we just want to keep keep uh, hacking away at that and come with a concept that really sets us apart. You know what I mean? I think also in that way, like, we definitely have, we, we definitely will send each other, like, albums or songs or just notes that, in our rehearsing or when we're practicing and things like that that we are like oh like this you know this would be something great for down the line or like this you know what i mean like this, we i think we've all in being in single mode i think we've all also been able to find little just strings of influence that i think we'll want to continue for when we are ready to you know begin working on on a, a bigger length project but yeah, for right now, it's. It, I think it's. We're all very much on the same page of just wanting to put out quality content and singles. And a lot of, um, you know, interaction with, um, with fans or with you know different people that have begun to follow our music, and then yeah, providing you know video content as well um, to just kind of you know continue our momentum. Yeah, uh, bringing it back to to what's missing, uh, which is like your. The newest single out. Definitely check out what's missing. Check out the music video; it's dope. Uh, but when you're making when you're making a song like that, um, like do you just in terms of keeping the same sort of theme, like for all the verses, is there like do you guys discuss like this is the song and this is kind of like what the theme of the song is? That way, the verses are somewhat connected. We do, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll give a very short answer and then I leave it up to you guys. But I think. In terms of like the the chorus, um, this was this was one that I I'd happened to pen, and 
um, you know, just writing it in a, in my own kind of, you know, headspace and in my own, you know, way of just trying to deal with things that were, um, going on within my life. But I think that also we had all shared collectively as well, because we all, right. Just like moved here together. Um, I think once after, upon writing, writing the course and then, um, I think we all bringing it to all of us. We, we did have a general sense that we wanted what the, what we wanted the song to be about. I think definitely the chorus is pretty cut and dry and like allowing for those verses to kind of, you know, for each person to speak to what they may be feeling um, in relation to that, in, in relation to the chorus. But I, I do feel like, you know, again, we, it's just super collaborative. It's the same that, you know, when Tyler writes a, a chorus or, or Keo, or if someone's written a verse to a beat without a chorus just yet, I think we all have begun to try and find the ways that we can create very unified songs. Because I think we've, we've been on that spectrum as well of like just throwing verses on a beat and those verses may not coincide with each other. Though the song sounds great, especially like when performed, if you were to hear it, it, you know, we, I think we've grown just, I think we've just matured in wanting to have a unified sound. Um, and that comes with our instrumentation as well as with then our verses too. So I think what's missing is a great example of that. I think our, our next single um, will be another good example of that and, and so on and so forth. So um, yeah, just trying to keep up with that momentum. But, so that was a very short. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know, I know, it all. Nah, nah, it's, yeah, it's just, you know, a lot of, it depends on who presents the idea, and a lot of it is definitely hook, you know, hook-centered, and in, in that you draw your thread of what that is through the song, you know, nothing crazy. <laughs> um, I have a question, do you, so, do you guys record at home or do you like go to a studio to record we're in the house like y'all yeah. yeah well no i'm just saying in general like like what do you prefer like recording at home or like renting out a studio sure. we'd love to, we've been recording. in some great studio settings and and that's part of what i think the hold off on a full album is too is to like be able to have the funds to spend a significant amount of time in the studio and record everything yeah. in that place because you do get a different product. Um, but right now, yeah, we're just working out the bedrooms and uh, and getting some, some good mixes and masters and take it from there. Dope. Word. Um, I have a question for you, Elliot. It seems like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not entirely sure what everybody's role is. So, uh, you know, but it seems like you're also sort of like the manager, right, of, of the group as well. It seems like you do a lot of the managing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you talk more about like like that aspect of it and trying to get like the space cadets out there known to the world and finding the gigs and doing that thing like how, what does that look like for sure man i mean you know i think management is something that i always kind of was interested in but um even when i was in older bands with mike or whatever i kind of would take that role in terms of just you know email and booking all that type of stuff um the thing that's been so amazing for me about this group and so inspiring for me not only am I a part of it, but I don't really have to work super, super hard to get people to like it once they do check it out. You know what I mean? And that just speaks to the strength and uniqueness of the material. Um, and a lot of type of bands I've been in, you know, you send this stuff off and it's like, oh, can you 
can you please cover this? Will you do? Will you please check this out? And sure, you got to definitely hook people into that first listen. Um, but from there, I think uh, it's it's really been able to speak for itself, and we've been able to get some really great cosigns up here, whether it's so far sounds or whatever, doing monthly gigs, um, things like that. That it's like it's bigger than me. It's bigger than anything I've done at that point. It's it's the strength of, of the group. So at that point, I'm really just you know pencil pusher writing emails and everything like that. Um, but I'm also, you know, I'm waiting, I'm, I'm working with the management company on the side and, you know, just making connections like this whole industry is all about friends. So that's all the stuff we have like sitting in our back pocket. And when we have something huge, then we kind of pull some favors and um, all that stuff will come in the future. But yeah, man, up to this point, I've been really blessed that the, uh, the material has really spoken for itself and I haven't had to do any begging. Uh, I actually have a follow-up question. Uh do you have any advice for like people that like want to get into management, like where to start? Definitely, man. I mean, I think uh, the biggest thing is like having trust between the artists and who you're working with. Obviously these are my best friends. So like the trust is I say, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, all that type of stuff. Um, one thing I do see some, some younger managers and peers doing is trying to rush into something with a group that they just met. A couple months ago and while they might really believe in their material you really do have to get the personal connection you know what i mean and some of our other artists that we've worked with in my company will will work for them almost for a year like pro bono do some favors show them that you really care about their music and who they are um and then they'll have loyalty to you because but when someone starts popping off too they'll have a hundred birds chirping in their ear Yo, come sign with us, come sign with us. And the only thing that's going to prevent them from leaving is if they have trust in you. So definitely just, yeah, man, be, be a real person, show up, um, show up without the payoff first. Yeah, good advice, good advice, man. Appreciate that. Uh, I, I will, uh, I'll keep this to the last questions unless you have any more, Krita. Um, and this is more for, um, you know, because I think you guys work so beautifully together, being that you guys are so many people. And it's, I feel like it could be easy to, to, you know, have that like too many cooks in the room kind of thing. But you guys do a good job of, of working, you know, with each other and just, uh, you know, being very communal and collaborative. Um, can you guys talk about like any advice you have for people who like, you know, are in, you know, a group or looking to be in a group and what is important aside, you know, trust, I think is a big thing, but what else kind of goes into that aspect of being in a, in a group? trying to put i think you know the ego aside and and be like what's the best for what we're trying to make and i think that's something that you know we really are trying to cultivate and have done well is not so much of like a, oh this is my part and i just want that in there to show like i'm here it's like a you know kind of almost like obsessively like okay what is the best thing that can be done who's the best you know person to do that and i think everyone's really open to just you know, doing what they can to make something good instead of, you know, just being like, okay, well, I just, I want my thing in there. Yeah. Serve the song. That's, that's it. Serve the song. Serve the, the art. Yeah. A lot of, I guess in like a, uh, I don't know, the sense of a metaphor in that it's not, it's not one leader per se, you know, I think we all possess kind of the strength and no, I think we all possess the strength and being able to step to the front and also being able to step to the back, you know? And it's, it's that dance, that kind of tandem amongst all of us that, that makes everything move through. 
Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's that, yeah, and that's, that goes with ego, you know? And at the end of the day, it's bigger than us. Like, we all have a goal in mind, and we all share the same goal. So, you know, you can't be going back and forth and having, you know, issues with each other because there's a bigger goal in mind, and we all know that. And so, you know, with that, it's just we continue to grow day by day and month by month. And this is our first time all living together, too. So, this is a, a huge opportunity for us to really grow and develop in that aspect those friends more so than just a group, you know what I'm saying? So it's just bigger than us and, and we're pushing towards that goal. Friendship is key and without yeah, just friendship. I think we all were we've all been able to spend a lot of quality time with each other throughout all of our years of knowing each other, whether that was in microcosms of, you know, myself and Kia and Rico in in the DMV or, or uh, myself and Tyler and, and E in Boston or, or Mike, Jeremy and, and, and E in Connecticut. We, were, we all have had the opportunities to really, I think, get to know each other. Um, and I think along with that then comes, with, you know, the music side to it. But I, yeah, just, you know, friendship and, and trust and, um, you know, holding each other accountable with, you know, yeah, integrity, honesty, and all that jazz. Yeah, um, so making it making it not business all the time. You know what I mean? You still have to keep that at the forefront because, like Kyo said, we are trying to pursue a career. Mm-hmm. We are trying to create a sustainable career for seven people. That's a tall order. Um, but if you make it, if you make it work, if you make your passion work too much, it, it will kill it. So definitely just right, have fun with it too, man. Central Park. Right, man. Awesome. Well, uh, Kurt, you got any last questions or? Uh well you know I'll give the the floor to the, the guys uh is there anything you guys want to plug? GLGB forever. GLGB yeah for life. Um, Go check out what's missing. What's please. missing out? Yeah. Steady Eddie, Steadward Edward, and Critter, <laughs> and Critter in the in the crew. So yeah. love to y'all. Thank you for making that happen for us, man. We of course. Uh, we appreciate that more than than y'all know for yeah. sure. Nah, man, we're, we're always happy to be time. part of what you guys do. I, I think, obviously, you guys are, are great people, great human beings, but also uh, great musicians. So it's always great to, you know, just share some time with you and shoot a video. So whenever you guys need me, let me know, man. I'm, I'm always happy to do it. That's my yeah, but Well, thank you, guys, thank you guys so much for, like, spending an hour with us and just, you know, getting to know you guys more, but also hopefully getting other people to know you guys more because I feel like the whole world should know who you guys are. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Very sweet. Yeah, thank man. You. No, no problem. Uh, but yeah, man. That's uh, that's it. That's all we got. If you uh, if you appreciate this episode, if you like what we're doing, like, comment, subscribe. Definitely check out Space Cadets. Definitely yeah. check them out. I think on Insta, if you want to look them up, there the T is a seven. So uh, yeah. You know, so, so definitely <laughs> add. <laughs> 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 seven. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. Right,